Welcome back to the Bible Reading Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Shelnut. And I am joined by the awesome, by the amazing, by the very encouraging Nessa Goss. Nessa, how you doing? Good. How are you, Bree? I'm good. And once again, we are joined by a little man in the recording room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you hear him, that's him. Yes. <laughs> you guys already know we're, oh gosh, we're, he'll be three months. Mm-hmm. So we're about three months into this and, you know, he's still hanging in there. He's still cute, adorable, and chunky. Yes. So Props he, to you too for... <laughs> Bringing him and keep on keeping on. So. Hey, somebody's got to. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, I did try to encourage Brianna to take a break, but she said, <laughs> no, I'm going to keep going. And we recorded episodes ahead of time. Yes, we did. So, yeah, everyone can. Can't uh, leave the people without what they want. Got <laughs> <laughs> oh, to always let them, got to always leave them wanting more. You know, we, I'm, I'm in the show business and <laughs> show business never stops. No, it the, doesn't. The show never ends. Yes. There's always more show. Yes. <laughs> Except for in December, yes. where we will be going on a break. Yes, we will. Um, and we'll be back for the new year, of course. But um, we definitely want to take some time. Um, we've got a few more episodes coming out before then. So stay tuned. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. But today we are joined by the awesome and lovely and incredibly amazing you guys, um, Leslie Smith. Woo-hoo. Hey, Leslie. Hey, hey, hey. How to do? Welcome back to the show. <laughs> yes. Um, we we have had returning guests, but this is your second time? Second time. Second yes. time coming. Second yep. time coming. Second time returning. And we are so happy and excited to have you here. Well, thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to be here. Yes, it's going to be so good. We're so excited. Nissa, what are we speaking about today? We are speaking that there's power in the tongue or power in your words. Oh boy, yes so there is. It's going to be a great good topic and leslie approached us wanting to talk about this and we were praying for just some sort of episode anyway to kind of end november you know continuing with our other two episodes so it just filled november up so thank you leslie oh yeah thank you for having me mm-hmm. would you like to pray to open us up and sure. just create the atmosphere for us today yes awesome well- Thank you so much, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, for allowing us to have this moment where we can talk about you and talk about how powerful our words are. So, Father, we just pray right here, right now, um, a blessing over those that are listening to the podcast right now and just our words be your words, Father. And we just pray for peace of mind and just the softening of our hearts to your word. We praise you and give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Well, like we said, we're talking about that there's power in words. So Leslie, first tell us, why did you bring us this topic? Like, why did you feel like the Lord led you to bring this to us? Why is it so important for us to talk about what we speak and what we say? Yes. So I've learned from my own testimony and like my own life that my words are very powerful. I can hurt someone's feelings or I can encourage somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I thought, well, why do I think that way? And I went back to John chapter one, um, which it starts off with in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. Mm. And it made me like sit there and ponder for a second and go, okay, so if the Lord already had the word and the word was with him and in the word was him and we have the ability to speak words, we're like the only creature, unless if you teach your dog how to say I woo or something like that <laughs> we're like the only creatures that can actually speak a language and speak things into existence um so then I was like cool well how does this apply to my life mm-hmm. and um I 
sat down and I reflected on a lot of things that I've done. And I'm like, huh, I could have gone better if I chose the right words. And sometimes it's the right words, but not the right way to say it, if that makes sense. Like you can say something to correct somebody, but it comes off a different way and a different approach. Right. So that's, that's pretty much why I wanted. And I feel like we're supposed to encourage one another and the atmosphere is very negative. Like the world is very big on saying death words is what I call it. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I hate you. Oh, I, you know, life sucks. I'm always this. I'm always that. And it's very easy and fleshly for us to complain. Mm -hmm. So I was like, we need to do better. I need to do better. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. I really like uh, that verse, John 1, 1, in the beginning, the word was already existed and the word was God and the word, wait, the word was with God and the word was God because it's just showing that when we think of the word, it's the Bible. Okay, those are written words, but that's still the word of God. He spoke those, those words to men and they were inspired by God to write them. But the word is also flesh like it was also god it was jesus and so i like you're saying it's all connected and i think that's really really cool that there's just that correlation with the word it's jesus it's the bible it's our words so yeah it's really cool it is really cool because also in genesis it says that he speaks things into existence he spoke it so if we have the holy spirit inside of us this is like logic thinking 101 right so if God spoke things into existence and they came to be and he gives us the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit lives in us, right? And therefore our words are bringing life or death. And that was like the main like the main Bible verse I guess we're going to go over, which is Proverbs 18:21, which is the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Mm-hmm. Um and then I also went oh my bad. Uh, I also went to Psalms 119.105, which is your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Yes. So I think um, based off of that, we just have to be very cautious with what we say and how we say it. Like our intentions need to be pure and righteous. And I think we forget how powerful our words are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I definitely agree with you, you know, and I love that we are privileged to be in God's image and that we are privileged to be the ones who do get to have the power of life and death in our tongue. You know, like it is a privilege. It is something that God gives us. Mm -hmm. And so um, there's another verse in the Bible that describes the tongue as like the bit in a horse's mouth. Yes. You know, it guides where it guides you where you want to go. So if you're someone who is in business or, you know, even just raising a family, honestly, like if you're constantly saying the negative things about whatever it is you do or whoever it is you're around, you know, you're guiding your life. You're, Mm -hmm. you're making, you're literally making your bed and laying in it, you know? So, um, as Christians, I like how you said that, yes, we tend to be, you know, we tend to live in our flesh in that way. Mm -hmm. We tend to just, okay, you know, what I say doesn't really matter, but the Bible clearly says that it does. Mm -hmm. So I am challenged by this constantly because it is easy to fall into, you know, complaining or being negative or um, speaking death without intention, you know, intending to do that. But um, it is a challenge constantly to, you know, bite my tongue and be like, you know what, this is, this is not what the Bible says. This is not what I'm supposed to be speaking over my life. If, if, 
it is what I'm sowing into the world out there with my words. Is it what I really want to reap? Mm-hmm. Um, I like how the Bible says, you know, those who love to talk. I love to talk. <laughs> I can talk all day, every day about nothing. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just start arguments that I agree with just to talk <laughs> and just to hear myself talk. So it, this like is like arguing with yourself. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Honestly, you know, like, oh, I have a new I have a new idea about that. Let me let me bring it up to the boss. Mm hmm the boss is me but yes so that verse is really speaking to me you know like I have to be careful with what I say how I say it who I'm saying it to because sometimes you can be saying the right thing but not to the right person Mm -hmm. and so it's it's definitely something that a lot of people do struggle with and that isn't talked about a lot from the pulpit but that the bible does take its time to point out that hey you have the power. It is a power. Wield it for good. Mm-hmm. Those with great responsibility, hold their tongues or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> you know, like we have a responsibility with how we speak and who we speak to. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I definitely notice a difference in my day if I like wake up and I'm immediately negative or something bothers me or whatever it is. And maybe I have good reason to be upset or angry or whatever or irritated but then it affects my husband then it'll affect my child then it affects like oh great well I'm a terrible person I'm a terrible wife (laughs) you know (laughs) it's like a domino effect and then you're like man I need to get slapped by the Holy Spirit and like cry a little bit and like I don't need to start my day like that you know if I would just not act so quickly in my flesh then maybe my life would be a little better (laughs) you know so that's good So we've talked about how it kind of negatively affects, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You can obviously offend people, which as Christians, we shouldn't be afraid to offend. But at the same time, you know, we have to be careful with what we do say. Mm -hmm. Or we've talked about how, you know, it affects our day to day. Um, Like Nessa, how you brought up, you know, it can affect how we interact with people around us, how we view people around us, you know, all that stuff. But how can it be used for good? Like, what are some examples of us using our words for good? Yes. So... We always want to encourage people. We, we have the ability to change the atmosphere for good. A perfect example, um, I had this happen to me before. I used to say things like, oh, I can't do that sport. I'm, I'm not going to be good at that. Or like, um, I just can't do it. You don't understand. I can't do it. And mm-hmm. I would paralyze myself with fear that I could not do it. Yep. And I had someone that was awesome in my life, um, still awesome, uh, tell me, Leslie, how about you say you can do it and you will do it? So I tried it. Why not? And so I said, okay, I can do it and I will do it. And guess what? I did it. Was it perfect? No, but I did it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just, that taught me, okay, I need to be very careful with what I say. Mm -hmm. Um, I forget where it's at, but uh, there is scripture that says you need to be slow to speak, quick to listen, wait, quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to get angry. And I've learned this trick because I love to open my mouth. So I've learned this trick where when someone's talking, because I, you know, flesh Leslie wants to be like, yeah, start speaking to, I put my finger on my mouth and I just hold it. Mm. And if it's something that I need to say back, I will be reminded of what I need to say. So mm. that's an interesting perspective good, on it. That's a good thing. Cause when, I mean, I love to listen to people, so I don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. People talking, 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 but I know my husband has a pet peeve of if you ask him a question and he starts speaking and then he can visibly see you check out or start thinking or just stop paying attention. He's like, why'd you ask me a question if you're not even going to listen, you know? And so 
that's a good thing. Like if you love to talk, <laughs> just just try that trick maybe, or because it maybe it'll also stop your brain from like. Blah, 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 blah. Right. <laughs> you know anyway right. that, that's well, we good. convince ourselves too that like oh well, what if i forget that thought yeah and it's very important let me input it but i mean depending on people's cultural backgrounds some people find it very disrespectful to like interject with the conversation mm-hmm. and other people that's just what they grew up in everybody yeah. said they're saying like their opinion at the same time true so what we have to it goes back to romans like the way we're raised we have to give each other fault for that mm-hmm. um and just realize, like, yes, we have to. It, we set the example, yeah. essentially. Um, so, yeah. That's good. For sure. Um, on the flip side of the coin, and I promise I'm not just playing devil's advocate to hear myself talk. <laughs> we don't mind. But Go for it. I, I will say, though, that I do think that in this generation specifically, Christians have, you know, allowed ourselves to take ourselves out of the conversation, you know, mm-hmm. like we're afraid to speak up about certain things. We're afraid to be outspoken so that we don't draw, you know, draw people away. And we, we don't know how to speak up. We don't know how to use our words that are powerful for good. We don't yeah. know how to make it so that we attract people with the gospel without saying the wrong thing, but also giving them truth and grace. Mm-hmm. And what I love about the Bible, of course, is that it doesn't leave us hanging. It gives us instructions. You know, we're supposed to speak the truth as he, we're supposed to speak with grace seasoned with salt. That's what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. And so I think that not just women, because I feel like women can be very outspoken, but I feel like men especially Mm -hmm. tend to draw back from hard conversations and are just like, well, nobody wants to hear from me or nobody wants to hear me talk. Or they know what to say, but they're like, "Mm." right. You know, like there's a man that's sharing some negative things that he's done or whatever. And the guy's like, "Mm." You know, (laughs) very sad. Anyway, (laughs) right. So it's, I I would challenge everyone today. You know, if you're someone who has strong convictions or you have something to say, or if you're a man or if you're a woman and you either find it hard to have that balance, you know, read the word, meditate on it, you know, find, find, you know, Leslie was telling us how, you know, it's something that she knows how to do, which touches her nose and stops herself. Yeah. Find something that works for you and, you know, and pray for discernment to know when to speak out and when to be silent. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's kind of similar to what I was going to challenge you guys that are listening. Um, I challenge you guys to, when you first wake up, Every morning, it's really hard to do, but, you know, habits take about 60 days to develop and then it becomes just another thing. Mm -hmm. I encourage you to wake up and the first thing that you think of and speak out loud is I'm thankful for another day of life. You woke me up for another reason. And even though we may not know what it is, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for a roof over my head, because there's some people who don't even have that. Thank you for heat because it's cold. And just thank you for food. Thank you for my parents. Like if you're younger and you're still living with your parents, thank you. Even though I don't understand why they're disciplining me, you know, they're doing it out of love. It's a form of love. Or if you have a husband that you're upset with right now or a wife that you're upset with, just thank you that I still have them. Um, It'll change your outlook. Yes. Pastor Mark teaches that if you just be thankful Mm -hmm. and you'll notice how your attitude just changes. For sure. It's good. Yep. Um, we were talking about like being able to speak the truth with grace and truth without watering it down, but not being afraid. Because to me, what should offend somebody is Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only thing that should offend Jesus. Right. It shouldn't be just our opinion or our tone or whatever. It should be Jesus and the truth. Mm-hmm. So, Leslie, you mentioned something in your notes. How do we 
like how do we align ourselves with the what we're speaking how how can we understand or feel like it's truth yeah so um some things that i've done to change in my life uh i recommend us first to be bold so even though we feel like i was telling nessa before the podcast i was like i feel anxious for some reason about doing this and i i know that i'm supposed to do it it's just weird like i keep hearing you need to stop don't do it so just be bold um a perfect example would be like if you feel called to pray for somebody at Walmart or, you know, at your church or somebody that you've never spoken to before, just go do it. Don't even like, don't think about it and meditate on maybe I shouldn't. What if they don't know me? Or like, what if I mess up? No, go and do it. Right. Um, and I wrote down Philippians one twenty. for I expect and hope that I will never be ashamed, but that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I have been in the past. And I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ, whether I live or die. Um, and then a second point was just be an encourager. If you struggle and you tell yourself, but nobody encourages me, mm, that's you need good. to be the person to change it. We are called to lead and being a leader is serving other people. That's so good. So um, just thank people for things that they do, even if they're expected to do it. Like if you're a mom and dad and you've told your kid 20 times to do the laundry and they finally do the laundry, Tell them thank you because mm-hmm. I tell you, I'm telling you from my own perspective and their perspectives, it sparks something. Um, just speaking life. So what I mean by that is like saying things like I'm proud of you, even if it wasn't a hundred percent perfection, I'm still proud of you. Right. Instead of just beating people down and saying, you're not good enough. What are you doing? Um, and that can be found in second Corinthians 13, 11. It says, dear brothers and sisters, I close my letter with these last words, be joyful grow to maturity, encourage each other, live in harmony and peace, then the God of love and peace will be with you. Um, And just also be observant. That's another point that I wrote down. Listen to what people are saying. If you are a talker all the time, you miss what people are crying out for help with. Like Mm -hmm. they will tell you. Um, And I've learned from my own experience that I cannot hold my mouth. So I have to physically cover my mouth like this. So I can listen to people and it's gotten a lot better. Like I don't always have to do it. And I notice that when they speak, they're telling me, oh, and they'll start complaining or they'll tell me what they need and it's prayer fuel. So I can pray for them. I'll say, well, let's pray over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's James one nineteen. It says it's very important for us to learn to discipline ourselves to do to, wait, I messed up. It's very important for us to learn and discipline ourselves to do this. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to get angry. Um, that's good. Let's see. And then just being thankful. That's what we talked about too. Uh, even if your life is chaotic and everything is falling apart and you're like, I have nothing to be thankful about, (laughs) then start from the beginning. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up again. Um, yes. And let's see. In first Thessalonians 518, it says to be thankful in all circumstances. And I think, and this is just my opinion. I think Paul tells us that because, if we can find the joy in any circumstance, it changes how we view it. it and does. it gives us a different outlook, a different perspective, and just it helps others too because we're not the only ones going through what we think we're going through. Um, and then being the example, God calls us to be the light of the world. So Paul wants us to imitate Christ. And he's like, well, if you imitate me, you'll be imitating Christ because I imitate Christ. Um, this one's really hard because we have a lot of people that are like, well, you say that, but you guys don't do that. Like Christians don't do that. And then they get hurt and leave the church. 
Um, and I've learned that it's really hard to imitate Christ, really hard, not impossible. And it takes time and you have to die to your flesh. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is I view that as a mentally, a mental thing, not a physical thing. Like people are like, wait, I'm supposed to kill myself every day. No, you're supposed to mentally tell yourself, I know that I want to just sleep in, stay under the covers and not leave the bed today but I know God's called me to do something because he woke me up. So I need to get out of bed. Even if I want to stay in bed, I need to get up and go. Um, so it just gives us that good ripple effect for other people. And like how you said earlier about the domino effect of bad things, mm-hmm. same thing can happen with good things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're called to be just like Jesus as much as we can. First uh, John two verse five says, but if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live like Jesus did. So that's a few points that are, that have affected my life in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Like I've, um, over the last few months, I've hurt people with how I say things. And I was like, I don't know. Should I apologize? They didn't apologize to me for the things that they did. And I realized, no, we're called to lead by example. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if it like, makes me feel embarrassed because I have to come and say, I'm sorry for something. It, it frees people. Like there is freedom Mm -hmm. in forgiving and freedom in apologizing. And it's just, I think it's amazing. And you'd be so surprised what one kind word does. Yeah. Yes. You know, like you'd be so surprised what it does to your day. If you started out by sending a text to someone, Hey, love you. Appreciate you. You're doing a great job. You're an amazing person, mother, student, whatever, you know, like it really does change things. You do feel better. Um, I, you know, this is a real life example. I was having a really bad day today. Um, (laughs) My kids would not nap, you know, nothing was going right. And I just remembered you know what, let me encourage Nessa real quick and tell her, hey, you're doing a great job. You know, you do your job really well. You know, you guys work really hard for the kids. You're doing awesome. And honestly, it really did turn my mood around, like, not completely. The kids still didn't nap. But, you know, like, it did shift my mentality. And another uh, piece of advice, something that I use personally day to day is if all I can feel is negative, if the only thing coming out of my mouth is negative, I immediately switch to worship music. Mm, I will start vocalizing, you know, songs and singing it and trying to weave it through my day or weave it through my children, you know, like just singing out loud um, these old worship songs that I sang when I was 10, you know, and just trying to express thankfulness and holiness through that way. If I can't really get up the words to say, man, I just love my life right now. (laughs) You know, the worship music says it for me, like putting myself in a position of worship says it for me. And I know God hears me and God sees me and, you know, God sees all of us and he knows what we struggle with. He knows our weaknesses. He knows we fall short, but I love that God still turns up anyway. God Mm -hmm. still has life for us in his word anyway, Mm -hmm. and still has things he wants to speak into us and out through us anyway. So praise God for that. Cause you know, if, if you're sitting here feeling like, man, I've been speaking death all over, (laughs) you know, like God has mercy and grace for us and loves us so much and wants us to live life to the fullest. And this is the way Mm -hmm. 
Controlling what you say, how you say it, and who you say it to goes a long way. It's wisdom. It's wisdom. It's wisdom. Yes. It's wisdom coming to you on a wisdom on a Wednesday. We should we should start <laughs> wisdom uh, Wednesday. Yeah, we should we should start you know like a little segment or something. Wisdom Wednesday <laughs> with Leslie Smith. Yeah, <laughs> like a five minute in each episode. Yes. we should do it. That's that a, write be- that down. <laughs> That's funny that you mentioned that though, because so like I've been doing this thing recently where. I, if I struggled to remember a Bible verse in the moment, I put it on my lock screen. And I've heard people say things like, put the verse that stands out to you during this season all around your house yeah. so it speaks power in your house no matter where you're at. Oh, yeah. Like there's zero excuses as to why you shouldn't be reading your Bible. If you can't read it, listen to it in the car because... I have a busy life schedule, schoolwork, yes. School. <laughs> she showed me a Bible verse on the phone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, like I, I have busy moments where I cannot sit down and read. So I will, instead of listening to music or listening to a different podcast, I just play the Bible when I'm driving and you'd be surprised people cutting me off. I'm like, well, praise God. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, the Bible verse that I have on my screen right now is actually Proverbs 11 verse 25. It says the generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Mm, So anything that you're going through, like we can say like, well, bullying's not in the Bible. Well, my life story is not in the Bible. It is. We just have to, anything you can think of is in scripture. You just have to sit down and not tear it apart, but take it one piece at a time and go, what's it speak? What is it saying? Yeah. And I'm talking to myself here, but pick a verse and live it. Yes. Yeah. I can sure. honestly say 100%, like Leslie reading that verse out loud. I'm like, oh yeah, she lives that. 100% mm-hmm. all of the time I get a text from Leslie. Hey, love you. You're awesome. You're amazing. You're yeah, doing great. How sure. are you? Like she refreshes everyone around her. She picks a verse and she lives it. I cannot say the same about myself. Ask my mother. My verse for my life is be still and know that I am God. And I am not still. Never, ever. <laughs> it doesn't happen. But it, it is a challenge for me every day to commit to that verse and to live it out. And, you know, take what God has said. And do it. Don't mm-hmm. just be hearers of the word, but be doers. That's don't just funny. listen. Do it. Yes. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> don't be slacking. So if this, you know, uh, we're trying to be as gentle as possible, you know, like, you know, be, be a little convicted. We're also though. in the boat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> be, just be a little convicted, you know, get up and do it. Yes. <laughs> be, be good with your words. Know, know what you say. Because um, they do have power. They do matter. They yep. do. Um, I'm sure someone with a darker childhood than I can can think back to words that were said over them that they mm-hmm. still struggle with, you oh, know, yeah. that still bind them and still, you know, keep keep them in chains. So just just know that your words do have power. They do have meaning. They can be used for good. Fathers speak life over your children. Yes. Pray over them. Be yeah. intentional. I don't know who that's for, but be intentional with your children and what you say to them and what you pour into them, mm-hmm. because that's what will pour back when they're 20, when they're sure. you know, 80, when they're right. 60, that's what's going to come back out. So, um, just think of it as every word I speak or text mm-hmm. or post mm-hmm. does not come back void. You know, you're sowing a seed into someone, you're sowing a seed into something. So it matters. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Cause that kind of brings back to a point that I kind of skipped over. Cause I was like, that doesn't sound organic, but Hey, God is good. <laughs> yes. Um, part under the challenge where I said like, um, we're going back to when she said, if some of you guys that have had like a past where you've heard your own parents say like, you're not good enough, you're stupid, you're a loser, you're pathetic, all those horrible words. Um, I challenge you to go in scripture all throughout the Bible 
zero excuses, right? All throughout the Bible and find what God tells you you are. Mm -hmm. So for example, with the, I'm stupid, I went, I did the challenge so I can show you guys that that's true. You can look through it. James one, verse five and six says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives all liberally and without reproach and will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. If you say things like, I just can't do it. We know this famous Bible verse, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If it's in God's will, you can do it. Um, and then there's just no point. There's no point for me being here on this planet. There's no point. Uh, you know, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Romans 8.28. And we know that all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So I just challenge you guys, sit and sit for a moment and be still and say, Lord, What's your will in my life? What's your purpose on my life? He'll tell you. And you'll be surprised if you hear something persistent from people all around you. Like if Nessa and Brianna came up to me at different times and they didn't talk to each other and they said, hey, Leslie, you're an encourager. I'd be like, hmm, that's the third or second and third person that's told me that. Interesting. God is very persistent. He will tell you multiple times until you get it. Because he knows where some of us are stubborn. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> I think most of us, I mean, we're called to confirm, yeah. you know, call for God to confirm things. So I think it's good when multiple people come up to you and say the same thing because then you're kind of like, okay, maybe he is trying <laughs> to tell me something, you know, versus yeah. just one person. And you're like, oh, my gosh, that's uh, the thing. And then what if it's not? You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. it's good to have multiple people come and tell you. Confirmation confirms character. Yes. So, you know, I want my character to be someone who is slow to speak, is, you know, quick to listen, is slow to anger. You know, I want my character to reflect the Holy Spirit living inside of me. Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked about the fruits of the Spirit, yeah. but, you know, your words are, you know, like they they attach to that as well. Yeah. You know, like, or is what I'm saying good? Is it kind? Is it bringing peace? Mm -hmm. yeah. Is it, you know... <laughs> It does it show self control how I speak, you guys? Some of y'all be in the car, <laughs> and y'all don't have self control when you speak, <laughs> and it shows. You know, so we have to make sure everything is lining up, not just with scripture, but with with how we want to present ourselves because we're trying to represent Christ. We're trying to be the light of the world. It's not just a cutesy saying, you know, like it's something we're trying actively to be like, right. You know, I don't have to sing the song for you. We're growing up to be like Jesus. So yes. grow up to be like Jesus. Yes. Yes. So the best way you grow up is through the spirit. The spirit will grow you up in maturity. will correct you. They'll yep. discipline you, you know? Amen. Holly. And that's one thing that's cause I'm a naturally, not a negative person. And so it's, if I have like a few times negative in a row or something, Matt will be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> You've been acting really negative the past like few days. And, and then I'll be like, Oh, have I, you know? And so like for me, people notice it a lot quicker versus like people who kind of like naturally kind of are that way. I think there's two different and I don't think anyone is like more is better than the other, you know. I just think some people tend more negative or less negative. Yeah. Some people tend to just naturally be more negative. Oh, yeah. And some yeah, people I aren't. And yeah. I'm a not naturally <laughs> negative person. Yeah. So when I am, you know, people are just like, Are you okay? Yeah. You know? You you do tend to be more positive. Yes. Yeah. And so for me, talking about like the Holy Spirit will convict you. It really does quickly for me because 
I'll be like, yeah, that's not natural for me. Or my, I'm Outside definitely. Outside your character. It's like this gloom of darkness over me. <laughs> and I'm like, go away. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Eeyore. Yeah. <laughs> Very. Um, I'm the opposite. I, I tend to live in a negative space, unfortunately. Um, but I do think you should be like, I, I have to actively not be negative. I have to actively force myself to text people and to encourage, you know, I have to actively be mindful of what I say when I say it, how I say it, because I do know that I am speaking powerful words. So for me, something that's helped me is, is surrounding myself with positive people, mm-hmm. you know, um, thank God Eeyore had friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't abandon him. So yes, no. I'm, I'm lucky that I'm surrounded by, you know, Lord help me. I'm sorry. Y'all, <laughs> that I'm surrounded by tiggers and poo bears and, you know, <laughs> piglets because I, yeah, happy people because I'm, I, I struggle with that. So, um, but we need each other. We do. So, we do need yes. each other to balance it out because no one's saying you can't ever have a bad day. Right. right. No one's saying you can't ever mess up and, you know, like, have some negativity slip out. It happens. We're all human. It happens. If it hasn't happened to you yet, it's going to (laughs) happen, you know? So no one's saying that, but we need each other to encourage, to uplift us. That's why you need to be in a body of Christ where you can have believers that help you up and that prop you up and that remind you of the good and remind you of what you have to be thankful for and grateful for, because that's what will beat away the dread. That's what will beat away the negativity. That's, that's the yellow umbrella in the middle of your gray cloud, you know, like that's, what's going to help. So Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're going to close, we're going to close this mm-hmm. episode. Um, we hope this encouraged you. We hope this helped. Thank you, Leslie, so much yes. for coming down and giving us your little wisdom nuggets. <laughs> I love it. We're going to have to. Thank you for having me. It's all Jesus, not me. <laughs> it is, but you brought it to us. You know, this was, this, this really challenged me. I'm going to go into the rest of this week and really be blessed, honestly. Yes. And so we love you. Thank yes. you so much for being here. Too. It's so great. Nessa, we got some good guests. We got some good yes, people that we do. Come, come on this show. We, we, we love it. Friends. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's so good. Um, you guys, you're in for a really special treat um, the next few weeks. We hope you're ready. We hope you're excited. Um, it's going to be a little different. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're really excited. Honestly, it's going to be good. So tune in next week. Um, since we prayed in the beginning, we'll let you guys go, but thank you so much to all our listeners. We hope you guys are blessed with a good rest of your week. Speak life, speak life. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see you guys next Wednesday.